Lisboa, Bruxelas, Varsóvia. Europe is us with Dino. Europe is us, but who are we? Stay with us and you'll find out. My name's Dino, but today I won't be the only Dino that you'll be able to hear in this podcast, as my guest in our reading episode is Dino Peshut, a Croatian playwright, writer and poet. Dino, tell me more about yourself. Uh, hello, my name is uh, Dino Peshut. I'm a playwright, uh, writer and playwright and dramaturg uh, from Croatia. Uh, Yeah, I do theater and I write novels. That's basically it. Now, reading and youth. This is the topic of the day. What comes to mind, Dino, without me proposing any questions? Oh, um, every time when there is like a youth within the question, there is almost like a tendency to, 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 to have some prejudices. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, I think every generation gives its own percentage and group of readers uh, we just have to figure out what they what kind of content and what kind of novels and stories they they need for this for this um period you know would you agree with me if i'd say that this generation of 15 to 29 year olds is the hardest to reach with so many distractions right um I think, yeah, I, I think we always say that for the new and upcoming generation, just because we um, we were also like, I was also part of a young generation, like not so long ago. Um, I think it just takes a bit of time to get to know every new generation and to figure out how they function and then what, what kind of topics and what approaches captures them, like what communicates with them and what resonates with them. So I think it's the toughest one. I think we just need always to, to, to have some time to, I don't know, communicate or comprehend where they're coming from or what are their preoccupations. With writing and uh, literature is maybe a bit more difficult because there is, as Fran Lebowitz says, there is no child genius of writing, you know, like, for, like in painting or in um, music. It takes a bit of time for writers for, for, from each generation get profiled and, 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 and a bit successful until they figure out how to write. Um, so every new generation is also waiting for their writer as well. No? I recently found a research which was uh, prepared this year at the University of Edinburgh, which says that young people have trouble reading longer paragraphs because of social media being so present in their lives nowadays. Would you agree? I don't know. I, if, if you say so, I didn't, I, I'm not so uh, maybe, in, uh, I, I'm not maybe up to date to all these new uh, studies. Um, I, I don't know if it's only for the younger generation, but I think we all, like the whole world is now a bit distracted because we have new outlets and media and, and forums that, that take a bit of our free time. Uh, reading takes a bit of concentration and it and it uh, asks us for, for for time and silence probably um, which is harder and harder to get um, uh, and for the shorter forms I a couple of years ago just before covid hit uh, there was this study that the that like the, the sales of poetry went like in, I, I think it was UK like 300 percent up. Uh, and that was due to social media because poetry was 
uh, one of the forms of writing which could be implemented on social media, uh, purely graphic-wise, and 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 the exp- um, and I and that was interesting. I think poetry really came back in a, in in the last couple of years, um, which is also like a very short form, but it takes you quite a bit of time to reflect on it. No, uh, you read it, but then you need a bit of time to really understand what you have read or f- f- feel it. Um, so yeah, the novels are a bit shorter, but you never know uh, if you see that I don't know Sally Rooney is a like literally phenomenon, and it's not a short book, but it's a romance novel, uh, which wasn't really around like in the last ten years, no. So I think the new generation kind of surprises you as well, or the every new generation finds its way to reinterpret some sort like certain genre or uh, certain topics because. Um, a new context came or or new um, neurosis came, if you want. Let's make a quick stop in Belgium now to hear from Arthur and Edgar, two teenagers who'll tell us more about their reading habits. When I was younger, I read several books, but now not too many. There are other possibilities to have fun without really being on screens too much. It takes a lot of time, after all, to read. I don't really have time, with homework, sports and sometimes seeing friends and all that. Apart from vacation times, my parents don't really read. By the pool or at the sea they read, but otherwise, not really. Me, my mother and my father read all the time, so they force me to read a little. It's a bit in the family DNA. If my mother reads, I'm more likely to imitate her and also read a book. Or sometimes she even offers me books to read and I like it and it's nice. From Belgium back to Croatia and Dino Peshut. Dino, I'd like to get to know your readers as well. Do they go for all the forms of reading you are creating or do they differ when it comes to reading your poetry or your books? I'm not so sure about uh, poetry because I've written so little of those poems, but um, um, but, but but I can see the novel travels the best. Um, and I and now have like this short novel traveling around and being translated. The novel, the Daddy Issues is now available in and. Germany and uh, Austria and and in, during this um, spring it will be out in Spain and uh, Italy and the titles will be like Ninos de Papa or El Filho de Papa and I think what is a new thing is that I am kind of available on Instagram um, I think there is now like a platform for direct communication with your readers which is I think kind of new um, and I could see that the, the demographic who read the novel were um, were younger. How does it translate to maybe theater? Is I, I I'm not so sure, but I, I feel that um, that there is a way for a younger audience to connect to the writer now, which is not only through events but through social media as well. Um, and I honestly do believe that a person who reads uh, will read everything. But maybe I'm wrong. Now, recently, I've been to the theater a few times and I've seen lots of young people attend. Do you think that uh, theater could be a way to motivate someone to grab a book as well? Um, yeah, I um, 
I think arts, especially narrative arts, whether it's theater or, or is it literature, um, I think it provides you um, with a sense that you are less lonely in this world. And um, uh, well, m most of the, the the arts do that. But I think with with, with with stories, you recognize yourself in a in a story which is completely different than yours. And I think that's a part of a magic with that. And I do believe that um, the younger generations now live in a very complicated world and the world that feels that it's a bit crumbling. Um, and um, I think it's kind of comforting to find that, that you know, um, there is a sense of recognition, a sense that you are less lonely in this world, and there is a, a, a small portion of sense giving into this world, because I think art usually tries to provide you know, a bit of sense of, 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 of what's happening around you. So I, I'm not sure that it's like the need to be cultured as much, because I do believe that a lot of arts now um, are presented as commodities and arts institutions really um, are, are too, um, uh, they're, they're just too much into market and selling stuff. And that the reader or, or the audience member is really searching for something else, uh, which could be I don't know, a bit of meaning or a sense of belonging. And with the recent pandemic, uh, I believe we'd both agree that youth really needs a sense of belonging, which comes with books. Yeah, for sure. I think like the, the worst part of pandemic, socially and psychologically, where uh, I'm pretty sure for the young people who were in high school at that point, or they were just entering university. Uh, so this kind of uh, early uh, adolescence age and so on, because they missed on on, on a lot of social interaction and a, a lot of like really important stories of their lives, uh, which are formed in in that like little window of of, of time. Um, and um, I, in one point, like you, what we also have to understand in a way is that there is now a lot of very good television, which now behaves almost like a book. Uh, there is a strong narrative, you need to spend some time on it and you can watch it in an endless amount of time. But I do believe that people also got to be tired of the screen and also got tired that everything is already presented to them within the image, while the reading kind of provides your own imagination to create images and, and worlds. Um, and I think, I feel that, you know, a, a bit of young people also, you know, needed... This, this part of their imagination of, of what they can imagine and what they can create within their minds. Um, and then, you know, to also feel that there is a world outside because the, the world really shrunk for a couple of years. And I think when you're like 15 or 16 or 17, um, you feel it much more drastically than when you're in your 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s, where your world is already kind of uh, narrow in a way. From Croatia to Bulgaria, we are going to listen to Emil Radev, a Bulgarian member of the European Parliament, who also became ambassador of libraries in the European Parliament.
Истината е, че при всяко поколение има четящи и нечечащи, но ако искаме развитие и растеж, трябва да направим... The truth is that in every generation there are readers and non-readers, but if we want development and growth, we need to make sure that there are many more readers. Extremely revealing in this regard is a 2020 study by the Institute for Educational Research in Bulgaria, which found that the difference in reading literacy between students who regularly read fiction and those who never read such literature is equivalent to almost two years of schooling. Put another way, reading books for pleasure gives a huge head start, first to the reader, but ultimately to society as a whole. Experts say Generation Z is a generation of pragmatists, so they think it's important to talk more about books as a tool for individual growth. Representatives of Generation Z do not need to draw a clear line between their online and offline activities because they are the first children of the digital world and practically do not know life without the internet and constantly consume web content. На практика те не познават живота без интернет и непрекъснато консумират веб съдържание. And a few more personal questions for you, Dino. What is your favorite memory? Oh my god. I was just thinking like the, the day I met my best friend. That's it. Uh, we met in front of uh, our academy. Um, and it was uh, love at first sight. We talked about it the other day and I was like, yeah, that's really really happy. And it's one of those memories that you don't even know that it will be so important because it was so, you know, not special when it happened. But later on, you figure out, oh, wow, this was something special. Your worst fear? My worst fear? Um, I'm a hypochondriac, so it's probably a illness. Um, yeah. And your biggest wish? World peace, maybe. It is world peace. <laughs> I know it sounds horrible, but I think and it sounds a bit uh, ironic in a way because for a very long time the answer was only you know re reserved for um, this universe competitions. Um, but but the time you know where we live today and how we live, it seems that it's almost impossible to imagine. And not only real peace, but just like a little bit of peace. Um, so yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, maybe it's, 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 it's dead because we lived in a time of huge uncertainty. And I, I, I feel that we are all getting a bit on the edge and it feels like we're on the edge of, you know, a lot of stuff and time. And, uh, but if we could, yeah, uh, reinforce that, that there is like a sense of this, you know, idea that it's possible, that would be, make me, uh, you know, a bit happier on a lower scale i don't know i think it would be nice yeah, to have i don't know uh a bit you know relaxed days to enjoy a bit more that would be nice thank you dino and thank you all for your attention this was the last episode of europe is us in 2023 i wish you a pleasant december and see you next year don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to what we have to say because, you guessed it, Europe is us. Lisboa, Brussels, Varsava.